Welcome to the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm Elise and I'm on a mission to help women break free of feeling stuck in survival mode and enjoy motherhood again, even through the tough seasons. When I became a new mum, I felt lost, confused and didn't know my calling beyond motherhood or even if I had one. The last few years have been a journey of finding myself again, becoming well from the inside out and figuring out how to enjoy this time with my little ones. John 10.10 says that we are called to a full, abundant life, and I know that that includes us mothers. Join me here for conversations around living with intention, simplifying our homes, holistic health, including quitting the tox, how to really walk in faith in today's world, conscious parenting and marriage, and so much more. So mama, if you've been finding life stressful and overwhelming lately, I'm here for you and I'm so glad that you are here too. Let's take a moment, grab a cup of tea or a glass of bubbles and let's get into today's episode. Well, mamas, I have a treat for you today. I am joined today by my beautiful friend, Sarah Jane, and she is a life coach and she has actually founded BU Project and BU Project is a space and a platform for women to overcome challenges in their lives and live a life that not only not only that they love but also to live out the calling that God has placed on their lives and this is actually what we are going to be chatting about today so I'm so excited Uh, so Sarah Jane helps empower inspire and equip women through coaching, interviews with with inspirational women and providing access to a variety of tools and resources, which she's actually going to share with us today. So thank you, Sarah Jane, for coming on the Wholesome Mama Show. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. Thanks so much, Elise. I am super excited to be here today. So before we get into talking about purpose and goals and all the goodness, uh, can you just share, because a lot of people may not even know that life coaches exist. So can you just share a bit about your story of why you became a life coach, how that came about? Yeah, absolutely. So I, in my own personal life, I felt like I was just stuck in this rut. And I was like, I do not know how to get out of it. I do not know what I want to do with my life. Um, I also had um, depression for quite a few years as well. And so I just was like, God, what do I do? And somehow I came across life coaching and I was trying to find like a life coach that I felt maybe could help me out of this rush. And I honestly couldn't find any, I felt like a lot of like life coaches were quite new agey and I just couldn't find anyone that was a good fit for me. So I put that on hold. And then later on, I came across um, the Christian Coaching Institute where they actually offer coaching like courses to train you to become a life coach. And I thought, why not? I might as well just do it and see what happens. And so I did and I loved it. And I just knew that this was for me. And so I finished the course became a certified life coach and started my own business because I just thought, you know, if I was in a place where I just felt so low, I felt stuck, I felt like I didn't know how to get out of it, there might be other people who feel the same. 
and perhaps I could help them through that as well. So that's how it all started. Amazing. I love that you use what you were looking for to, because I, I feel the same in what I have seen with life coaches. It's very much um, manifestation and all those kinds of new agey things. Whereas to find a Christian who is a life coach is like finding gold. So well done <laughs> yeah. on you for becoming <laughs> all of us. Thank you so much. But it's funny because now I'm actually seeing a lot more Christian life coaches. So it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's so good. So good. So today uh, in your bio, you, um, I said that you help women to live in their calling. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And this whole idea of having purpose on our lives. Um, so I guess to start us off with, what is purpose? Is it something that we all have or do only, are only a few got purpose? Such a good question. So if we look at the dictionary's explanation of purpose, it describes it as the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. So if we take that definition and we apply it to our own lives, it's really the reason that you and I exist. It's the reason God created us. So so often people may be feeling that they don't know why they're here on this earth, you know, um, but I do want to call out that God doesn't make mistakes. So if we know that God doesn't make mistakes, then we can be assured that he created each one of us, A, to be in relationship with him, but B, to have a purpose and plan for all of our lives. So purpose is so much bigger than our job. Um, and I love the scripture that says Proverbs 29 verse 18. It says, where there is no vision, the people perish. So purpose is why we're here. Um, but it's really important to know what that is because um, it just, it helps you to have a fulfilling life at the end of the day. Yeah. So how can we find our purpose? Because I think um, particularly for a lot of mums, they go, oh, I'm just a mum. Do I have a purpose beyond being a mum? And I, I totally think that being a mum is like an anointing and is full of purpose. But how do we find, how do we find our purpose? Yeah, that's a great question. So I like to start just by asking the Holy Spirit, you know, Holy Spirit, what is my purpose? Why am I here? And he's so gracious to help us figure that out. But then I do have some key questions that I like to teach on to ask yourself um, in a bit more detail what my purpose is. So I'll give an example of purpose. So purpose could be to stand up for issues of injustice and to make an impact in this world. Um, another purpose could be I want to empower and equip women to live a life they love. Or another purpose could be I want to be the best mum I can be and raise my children to be God-fearing. So your purpose will be unique to you. So the five questions that you can ask yourself, and I'll go through them really quickly, but number one, what are you dissatisfied about in your life? So ask yourself this question, how satisfied are you with where you are at right now? Because sometimes God will make us uncomfortable in certain situations because he's trying to get our attention. However, I will preface that 
sometimes being dissatisfied is not always a sign that we're out of God's will. It, you know, it could be a sign of spiritual battle. But if you are feeling dissatisfied, hone in on that because God might be trying to get your attention about your purpose. Number two is what are others saying about you? So I'm not talking about gossiping and I'm not talking about people putting you down. What I'm talking about is, is there a common theme or thread in what people are saying? You know, are they talking about your strengths? Are they talking about what you're really good at? Are they talking about what comes natural to you? And then does those things align with your passion, with your internal convictions, and with the gifts that God has already revealed to you? Because he could be trying to get your attention through people. So be really open to that. And then number three is know your gifts. So what do you think you're good at? You know, what do you enjoy doing? Because God has given us all different gifts. Um, and it's most likely that your gift is probably different to your sister or your mom or your friend. So what are the things that you succeed in or that comes naturally to you? And if you aren't sure of your gifts, I actually encourage you to try something new. So maybe you've been wanting to do something for a while, but hey, maybe now's the time to give it a go. And then number four is what are you passionate about? So this is really key. So what makes you really angry? And that may sound strange, but your passion could be in what makes you angry. Um, what makes you happy or excited or motivated? You know, what puts a smile on your face when you're doing it? So for example, I love to help empower women to live a life they truly love. And I love to do that by listening to people. You know, I love writing. I love helping people. For you, honestly, it could be anything. Maybe you enjoy cooking. Maybe you like writing music. Maybe you're a gift giver. Maybe you love being a mum. You know, it could be anything. So whatever makes you excited or makes you angry could be part of your purpose. And then number five is just ask God. You know, if you're feeling unclear or stuck, go back to him. You know, just go, God, why am I here? What do you want me to do about it? So they're the steps I would take in trying to figure out what my purpose is. Amazing. And I love too that when we go through those questions, I love the thought of those five questions of going, okay, what am I, what am I passionate about? What are other people saying I'm really good at what a uh and of course asking God but I love that it's so different and it's not that there's not one purpose is better than another because the way that God has designed you is to live out the purpose that he has placed on you so I love that and we can all celebrate each other's purposes so how how can we live with purpose how can we start to live out our purpose yeah such a great question and I also just want to mention Elise that it's important not to compare Mm. you know our lives to other people especially on social media where we see so much perfection where we see other mums who seem to have it all together like it's really important to not sit in that world of comparison Mm. so I just want to pull that out yeah If we want to live with purpose, we have to be intentional. So what I say is if you are a visual person, then maybe you want to create a vision board where every day you can visually see what your purpose is. Or 
if you're not so visual, maybe you want to write your purpose statement into a journal, which you can read every single day. So a few ways to start living with purpose is to start making choices based on your values and your beliefs. So it could mean to choose a career or relationships according to your values. Um, it could also mean building your home according to your values and beliefs as well. It also means to learn to trust God and trust yourself more than what other people say. Because if you remember Joseph from the Bible, if you remember how he shared his dreams with his brothers and they eventually sold him into slavery, not everyone's going to understand or support your dreams, but you've got to do it anyway. So you've got to learn to trust God in yourself. And then check in with yourself daily. So I mentioned before that if you're visual, maybe create a vision board, or if you're not visual, write it down in a journal because you're going to have tough days and you're going to have days where you don't want to do anything or where you feel like you can't do it anymore. Get out your purpose statement. And you might also want to write some scriptures or affirmations to support your purpose statement, but read it every day because we're going to have good and bad days. Yeah, I, I love that about backing it up in scripture to that, you know, finding scripture that aligns with what God is telling you about you and about what he has called you to do and then backing that up and then reading that over and just reaffirming that every day because, yeah, there's certainly days where you don't feel like you're doing it right or doing it well enough or anything. So to to read that um, and speak that over your life is so powerful. Mm, absolutely. So when we're talking about, you know, having having a vision board and having a purpose statement, I think a lot of Christians really struggle with the thought about dreaming, not mm. dreaming at night, dreaming about their like goals and their future. Um, yeah, like, especially big audacious ones so is it okay for Christians I certainly think it is but is it okay for Christians to dream about our future yes absolutely and I think we get so stuck on this um, especially Christian women I find because we probably feel like guilty or we feel shame to even think about a dream but I just want to encourage women that God who created the universe, created you and I. And when he did, he put dreams into our hearts. And so often when I think about desires, I do ask God, God, is this a desire from you? Or is this something that I've come with up on my own? Because um, there's that scripture that says in Psalms 37 verse four, take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I truly believe that God puts the desires there. It's mm. not something that we dream up ourselves. He's put that in us. And could you imagine if we had little dreams or goals, we wouldn't really need much faith, right? Mm. So by having big dreams and desires, it actually pushes us towards God because it pushes us into a place where we have to trust him, where we have to step out of faith. So I 100% believe that it is okay for Christians to dream big and to not feel guilty about it because 
more than often, God has placed that dream within you. Yes, totally, totally. And I think too, stopping the shame and the guilt that comes from that of going, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't. No, it won't be me. I can't do that. Uh, But yeah, if God's placed it there and you're aligning with his will and Mm. that is a desire of your heart, then if it's God that's placed it there, then yeah, there's no problem with that. Absolutely. And I think too, Elise, like maybe people get a bit scared of purpose because they think it's this massive thing. It means that I have to become a pastor or I have to do this and that. And it's not that at all. You know, it could mean that you, your purpose is to be the best mum that you can be, Mm. you know, or it could mean that you, you know, you help the community around you, you know. So I think, again, it's that whole comparison thing as well. So um, really tap into what God wants you to do. and, And also, if you are feeling guilty, maybe ask yourself the question, why am I feeling guilty? Is it have I been brought up believing I can't have dreams or has someone else told me my dreams are too big? You know, where is that guilt and shame coming from? And then just really ask God to help you work through that. Yeah, so good. So why is it important? So we have figured out our purpose. We've put our vision board together or we've written out our purpose statement should we break that up then into goals? Is it important that we have goals or is just our purpose, just this big thing? Um, do you recommend that we break it down into goals? I do. And the reason why I would recommend that is because having goals, so your purpose, once you've kind of figured out what your purpose is, it can seem quite broad and quite big. And so you kind of get to a place where you're like, okay, what's next? What, what steps do I have to take? This is where goals can come in. So a goal can help keep you focused on the right things. It can help you set the right priorities for your life. It can also sustain momentum towards that purpose that you've now discovered. So without goals, you may arrive at a destination that you did not want to because you didn't have direction. So goals is just setting direction for your life. Yeah, I love that. So how do we know what is a good goal to have? So I love the thought of direction, but can we get a little bit more into detail around what makes a good goal? Yeah, absolutely. So I base my goals on what it is that I want to achieve. Um, So for example, um, in my business, I may have objectives each year to increase how many women's lives I impact. So I would break my goals into measurable goals. So if I don't do that, then I'm not going to know which steps to take. I'm not going to know how to take them, when to take them, or what support I'll need in taking those steps. So what you want to do is you want to get clear on what the goal is. So what is it the goal that you want to achieve? Then you want to give it a time frame. So when do you want to achieve this goal? And then you might want to break it up even more. So what are the steps I need to do to a, to um, hit this goal? So an example, and this is just a really random example, but maybe it is I want to teach my kids to show compassion. So then what you would do is you'd go, okay, how can I do that? Well, to show compassion, I'm going to sponsor a child. 
And then you might say, each of my children are going to take turns writing letters to the sponsor child. Then what you're going to say is, okay, in order to do this, we're going to sponsor a child by January. And then we're going to set up rosters so that we remember who's writing when and that we do write a letter. And then what we're going to do is we're going to check in on our goals every month to make sure we're on track. So that's just an example of setting a goal. So you want to make sure it's measurable. You want to make sure there's a time frame and you want to check in on that goal on a regular basis. Amazing. And yes, that's the trick. Sponsor a child and then remember to write a letter. <laughs> <laughs> so important. Uh, so what are your top tips around, you've shared shared so much already, but do you have any other top tips around um, like finding your purpose and then breaking it down into goals? What would you say are your top, top tips? Top tips. How many times can you say that fast? Yes. Um, I do just want to say about goals because sometimes people think goals are silly you know, or they think there's, there's no point to a goal. But I just want to share something with you. So if you don't write down your goal, so you may have a goal, but if you don't write it down, it's just a wish. It's not a goal. That's mm. why it's so important to write it down. There's a psychology uh, professor, her name's Dr. Gail Matthews. She says, people who write down goals are 42% more likely to do them. That's a huge number. And then if you write down your goal and tell a friend, the likelihood increases to 78%. Wow. That is massive. So what I want people to do is to start writing down your goals, but also tell somebody. So it could be a spouse, it could be a friend, and you're on your way to being more likely to achieve your goal. So. Uh, just a few other tips is to just get really specific about what it is you want to achieve. So say, for example, we want to lose some weight. That's just such a common goal. So don't have your goal is I want to lose weight. Be specific. So say I want to lose this much by this this time frame um, or I want to be in a size by this time frame. How I'm going to do that, I'm going to go walking every day for 20 minutes. Um, I'm going to weigh myself once a week. I'm going to tell my husband so that he can keep me accountable. And I'm going to set up uh, weekly plans for eating healthy. That's just some examples. So get really specific. Um, the other thing to do is to look at your goals every single day because that's really important because that will impact what choices you make. So if we go back to this losing weight goal, if we know I want to be this dress size by six months, that means, okay, today I am going to eat something healthy rather than order McDonald's. Do you know what I mean? Like it just yeah. helps choose the right choices every day. Um, the other big tip is to start now. You know, so often we go, let's start on Monday. <laughs> but start today. You don't have to wait till Monday. You don't have to wait till the new year to do it. You can start today. And then the other thing is to just be really kind to yourself. So again, you you might have a day where you don't do anything and that's okay. 
don't beat yourself up about it. Just try again the next day. So Elise, I actually have some templates available to break down goals, which I'm happy to share with the listeners because it just helps you to map out what the goal is, set a mm. date, take put the steps in on how you're going to achieve it. And there's also um, a section to evaluate to so to reflect. So this is how I think I went. Um, this is how I can improve for future goals and so forth. I love the idea of reading it out every day, which like similarly you would do with your purpose statement or looking at your vision board. And because most of the time getting to a goal is tiny little steps. It's yeah. not like one big one big thing and I'm there. It's all yeah. these little decisions. So I love the idea of looking at it every day and going, okay, what's, what's something I can do no matter how small it is, no matter how big it is that I can do today to get me closer to that goal? Yeah, Whether absolutely. Eating a salad over a cheeseburger. But if you have a day where you eat a cheeseburger, that's okay. That, that is okay. And also um, maybe start with small goals. Like if you, if this is new to you, start with something small and then build, work your way to something bigger. And I do like to do this and you don't have to do this, but maybe set yourself little rewards as well. So, you know, if you are, I can't think of anything, but whatever your goal is, then maybe say, I'm going to reward myself with a new top or uh, I'm going to reward myself with a massage or just my husband can take care of the kids one night and I'm just going to have a bath. I don't know, whatever it is, just maybe have little rewards as well. And then we mentioned before about writing scriptures for your purpose statement. You can also write scriptures or quotes for your goals as well. Mm. So I find that really helpful. Oh, I love that. That's so good. So good. And yeah, I was just feeling like to remember that setting goals isn't selfish. Like, and I think that a lot of the time we can feel like, oh, I shouldn't have that big audacious goal. That's like, that's selfish. But if, again, if God has put it on you, it's, it's on you for a reason because he wants to work through that no matter what it is. So, yeah. so thank you so much. Do you have any final words of encouragement or um, any other advice or scriptures that you have for the listeners today? Yeah, I just want to encourage women that, that you are created with a beautiful and unique purpose. Mm. And I, I just want to say that, you know, God is so proud of who you are and there is no shame and guilt in having goals and dreams like Elise was just saying. You never know what living out your purpose could mean for your family. Mm. You know, never know what living out your purpose could mean for future generations. And I believe that when God puts a purpose in our lives, it's not for us to be selfish. It's because there's a bigger, there's a bigger plan in place that we can't see. And so be encouraged today that you do not have to feel guilty if you set some goals, you do not have to feel guilty. If you start dreaming big again, go for it. Dream big because God is a big God. 
he created the universe. Um, so I just encourage women to give yourself permission. You know, permission is really powerful. So today, what do you want to give yourself permission in? Is it to set a goal? Is it to take some time out to write down your purpose statement? Is it um, to reward yourself? What is it that you can give yourself permission to do today? So be encouraged. Oh, I love that. Give yourself permission. That's so, so good. And yeah, don't don't box God in and think, like don't forget that you are a puzzle. You are a piece of the puzzle and he needs you to live out your purpose and your calling to for him to do what he wants to do through you. And yeah, I love that you don't know who you're going to impact. Amazing. Yeah. And one more thing is if you feel like your calling is to be the best mum, that is an amazing purpose. Amen. Like do not feel guilty about that at all. And don't compare yourself. We've got to stop comparing ourselves to other people. Mm, so, so true. So true. Well, Sarah-Jane, can you let everyone know where they can find you, where they can hear more about BU Project uh, and the interviews that you do? Because they are amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Elise. So my website is buproject.com.au and I have a YouTube channel called BU Project where I release monthly interviews with women. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram and it's BU underscore project underscore. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart. I know that this is going to have encouraged so many women to be able to dream again and pick up those dreams that they've put down. So I'm so excited to hear yeah, how this conversation is going to impact women. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Elise. It was great. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of The Wholesome Mama Show. I pray that you're blessed by this conversation. And if you did get something out of today's episode, I would love for you to take a moment, leave a review, subscribe, and even share this episode on your socials. And please don't forget to tag me at Wholesome Mama. And also, did you know that we have a community that is fully based around conversations happening in this podcast? Search on Facebook, The Wholesome Mama Community, and I will see you in there. Let's share the love and light and help more women to thrive.